What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday right here on Anchor, the best part of your day via podcast. What's up, everybody? Happy Halloween. A lot of you guys are listening to the scoreboard brought to you by Anchor. This is a place where two uh, two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys can be anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. And for that, we appreciate you. Well, we're your host, the Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill, and your arcade, Ryan K. How you doing today? Man, I'm doing I'm doing good on this Halloween. Uh, you know, didn't really get into too many Halloween shenanigans, unfortunately. Man, I was tired. <laughs> yeah, I just fucking... I, I couldn't do it, bro. Yeah, no, this weekend couldn't do it fucking i had to i had to work um i was tired my my social battery was just dead I just, yeah yeah i was like i had to work the weekend prior and was sick and i got around to getting better by the time the weekend rolled around but yeah my social battery was really drained i had to run errands um you know like yeah i had to like so i didn't really do any fun halloween stuff and then like today i had to work obviously as most people do um you know and some people have a lot of fun with it but like because of where i work i work at a mental health hospital so you have to be a little careful about what you dress up as Mm -hmm. so you can't even have like a crazy amount of fun with that Mm -hmm. um you can't like dress as anything gory or weird because you might upset the patients yeah um because things that are upsetting to them might not be upsetting to us, but like yeah. you have to kind of keep stuff like that in mind. So, anyways, I just wore my fucking Macho Man T-shirt because you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, and um, I will say one patient asked me, they're like, they're like, what'd you dress up as for Halloween? And the joke went over this guy's head really bad, and I went, a disappointment to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Disappointment to my parents. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I like which is crazy because that's the exact opposite. We actually know people who are disappointments of their parents. Yeah, yeah. No, my parents are quite proud. Well, my parents singular. I only have one whose opinion I care about. Um. So um, that's a whole other story for another time. But anyway, so my- I do. I know. I like. I was sitting there before we get into the show. Mm-hmm. I remember last year I was sitting there talking to some friends. I like, bro. You like, you know who killed it last year during Halloween? The couples, like the couples' uh, costumes and shit. Like you know, oh yeah, the, like, dude, they were like the they were like the '96 Bulls, man. They, they were- saw a really funny one this year, man. Fucking Taylor Heineke was with his wife, mm-hmm. and his wife had like it, she was like a road, like a road, mm-hmm. and then she had like headlights on her tits Mm -hmm. and then a sign that said deer crossing it was like she was and then taylor heineke was like a deer (laughs) so like just staring at the headlights of the car (laughs) like the way deer did it was pretty funny I was like, that's a really funny that, fucking. That, that's a good one. That's really fucking that's funny. That's a good one. I, I know last year, I like you know the couples killed it. They didn't kill it this uh, this uh, this uh, as much this year. I was kind of disappointed because I wanted to see it again. Uh, I wanted uh, to see him run well, I back. I saw a few men. I saw somebody dress up. I saw one couple dress up as like they were in uh they were like a like a roller coaster ride. Yeah, like the way that like. You know, they could put their arms up and like yeah. rock back and forth. They had like fake legs out of the mm. front of the like roller coaster yeah. ride, and they would stand next to each other yeah. and like sway back and yeah. forth. Like they were, it was that was a pretty good one too. I said the only good one I seen, I like you know was this couple, and they were uh they were Otto and Reggie Rocket. I thought that was great. That's pretty good. That was good. That's pretty good. They I had like, like the hair. The girl had like the dyed her hair, or colored her hair like you know purple. Purple. Edge did I like I, that one was probably the best one i seen. Yeah, like I said, the best one I saw was for sure the Taylor Heineke <laughs> and his wife. That shit was funny. When, when we go when we go on break for this segment, I'll try to find a picture of it. Which is too. crazy because I thought I, I, you know, considering where the hell we stay at, we would have thought that, we thought we would have seen somebody down here do that. Yeah, no that, shit. That's crazy. Yeah, That's crazy. All right, but we have an awesome show for you guys today. We're going to be answering your questions. We're going to be talking about the primetime games that weren't, you know, so we're going to be talking about Victor Wimbenyana I like, but first, I said we had a World Series. I like, I like we haven't been been. Well, we have yet. a World Series currently. Yeah. It's it's almost about to wrap up. Yeah, it's about to wrap up because the Rangers are th- up three one now. They just went up three one tonight. Yeah, they beat the shit out of the Diamondbacks. Scored eleven runs, dude. It's weird, man. Like, cause the one game the D backs won, they beat the shit out of the fucking Rangers. It's very weird. Ele- well, I want to say they beat the hell out. Of ele- it was eleven to seven. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah. What was crazy is that yeah, cause the Rangers bullpen's a little sketch. Yeah. But yeah, they were up eleven to one. Hmm. And I was like, that game's fucking over. And I kind of just tuned out on tuned it. Tuned out. Yeah. And then, yeah, the final was 11-7 to 7 because, you know, the D-backs, you know, made a good show. The, the other thing, too, to keep in mind, though, is, like, even though the Rangers are up 3-1, fucking uh, Adolis Garcia is hurt. He's out the rest of the series. Max Scherzer's out the rest of the series. Um, you know, again, like, the Rangers have a pretty suspect bullpen. Mm-hmm. Their bullpen's not good. It's like the worst part of their team. Like they, they have a pretty decent closer, I think. Yeah, but they do not have a good bullpen. Like their bullpen is ass. Aroldis Chapman ain't it not anymore. anymore. <laughs> um, he just ain't. 
And then, you know, like I said, they just... But, but, but we called it, man. Like, as soon as he can't throw fast anymore, it was, it was a wrap. Well, he still throws hard. He's just got a foot to where he's more predictable. And there's not as much movement on his shit. And then also, like, when he's on, like, you just you can't hit him. Yeah. But, like, the problem is he's, like, he's not very clutch. No. And he's just, like, weird. I don't know. He's just a, he's a weird cat. But anyways, uh, so, so with all, with all of that that you just said, I like, are, are you predicting a Diamondbacks coming back? Like, you know, the Diamondbacks will win the next game and make this series a little bit more. I think it goes six. I think six. I think, I think, yeah, I think they'll win this one. And then I think they'll win this next one. And then the Rangers, um, the Rangers taking six. Well, I've seen like a crazy stat that the Rangers have not lost at on the road in the postseason. Yeah, they haven't. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, they're like they're ten and zero now on the postseason in the postseason. And the thing is, teams that win World Series, especially like out of the wild card spot, that's the type of hot you need to be, and that's the kind of shit you have to pull off. Like, <laughs> like you got to fucking go on the road. You got to win on the fucking road because that was the thing. Like when the Braves went on that fucking deep postseason run, they didn't host a single series. I don't think. I don't think they did. Because, I don't think they did. Because I think the Brewers had a better record than them. And they were division winners as well. Mm-hmm. And then the Dodgers absolutely had a better record yeah. than they did. And then obviously the Astros had a better record than they did. <laughs> so the Braves didn't host a single fucking series, but they played really well on the road. Mm-hmm. You have to do that. Yeah. Like if you're if you're like a lower end seed or like not a you know if you're not like one of these mainline seeds, like one of these number one seeds or whatever, you've got to play well on the road. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's been really impressive. The other thing is obviously like the Rangers starting pitching has been very good. Um, like I said, it's the bullpen that's a little suspect. Their defense has been really good. Um, they have really, they have really good defenders. Uh, so, but the thing is though, like when you say suspect, I like. If anybody knows us, like we do the uh, preseason preview, oh yeah, I like and when the RKK oh, yeah. says suspect, there's a difference between being suspect and bad. Oh. You can get by with suspect. Yes, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You can like limp your way by with suspect if you have a couple of guys pitch yeah. well. Because that was like the the Nationals, like the Nationals, the Nationals bullpen the year that they won the World Series. Um, whatever year that was, like 2018, or like I think, uh, the year that they won. Um, I, I, God, I can't remember what I year that it was. was. 2020. It might have been 2020. I don't. I don't remember. Um, yeah, but like, all they had all that going on, and Juan that, Soto played out of. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. They, they, um, their bullpen went from being bad to being suspect. Yeah, that's a big thing. And that the Phillies like last year. When they made it to the World Series, their bullpen was bad, and then it became suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because again, it's like you still have guys that are like, mm, those guys are very good, yeah, but they're pitching well now, mm-hmm. you know, or like they're doing yeah, what they, they need can to keep now. It up now they're like, you know, if they they can keep it up. They could probably do something. the right. Ra- the Rangers bullpen is still very suspect though, just because again, I don't trust Aroldis Chapman. I don't trust a lot of those guys that they march out there. Um, it's a tough scene. Uh, but the, the other thing, though, like I said, they play good defense all around. Um, they're a very good defensive team. They have very good starting pitching, and they have guys that um, just hit. Corey Seager's a dog. Fucking, you know, Simeon had five RBIs at one point early in the game. 
He's outrageous. That's pro- arguably the best middle infield duo in fucking baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really good. And then, like you said, you have uh, Adolis Garcia had been tearing the fucking cover off the ball. Um, but again, he's going to miss the rest of the World Series, unfortunately. But again, they have a lot of contributors. Um, it's a good roster, and they hit for power. And it's just a good roster, and they're set up well. It's crazy, because weren't they last, like last year? They were pretty, yeah, they were, but they spent a lot of money, they spent a lot of money in the last couple of off seasons, like they, they were a really bad team a couple years ago, and they spent a lot of money these couple of off seasons, they go and spend this blockbuster deal on Seer, they spend a shit ton of money on Simeon, they are the poster child of like, this is what the Mets try to do. Yeah. This is what the Phillies try to do. This is what the um, I mean, Yankees okay. used to try to do. I, I mean, at least the Phillies make it to the big dance. The Mets can't even get there. No, the Mets are ass. But fucking, like, but these, this is what the Cubs, like, like, any of these teams, like, this is what, this is the counter argument for, like, people that are like, well, if you spend a lot of money, you're not going to win all the I, time. I said, but a, this is the counter argument. Like, well, sometimes you do. I like, like that. There's a difference between just spending money, a lot of money, blindly, and spending your money smart. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The Rangers kind of knew we're like, okay, we have Garcia, we can build around this guy, and they're like, okay, where are our prospect holes? Okay, we need. Let's go get Simeon and Seager, and they're like, okay, let's go get Jacob Degrom, and let's go get, let's go trade for Scherzer. They go and get Jordan Montgomery from y'all. They like overhaul their pitching staff entirely, uh, while they have like done, like they literally just went and spent money and made trades for dudes. Mm-hmm. That would fix their team. And, and that sure would, that would fit. Yeah, and would fit them. And sure enough, like everything, it really feels like the year that the Braves won the World Series. Like everything has kind of just worked out for them. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, now if we're flipping over to the Diamondbacks side of things, um, the Diamondbacks have a spectacular bullpen. Mm-hmm. They have a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is that the Rangers' bats have just been active. Yeah. They're just hitting. Yeah, we- and the thing is, sometimes it doesn't matter. Who you have. Mm-hmm. Like, because again, like, like if you're going to win a World Series, you got to beat quality pitching regardless. Yes. Like, you got to beat quality teams with quality pitching. Um, the year that the Braves won the World Series in 2021, they had to beat a down a lot of quality bullpen. Mm-hmm. Like, they had to. The Brewers had good starting pitching and good bullpen pitchers. The Dodgers had good starting pitching and good bullpen pitchers. Mm-hmm. The fucking. Astros obviously had quality starters, quality bullpen pitchers, and the Braves, you have to get through that. Yes. So this is a perfect example of like, you know, the Rangers fucking have ran through some quality teams on their way to this World Series, and they are beating a team with a very good bullpen and three very good starters Mm -hmm. because, you know, Zach Gallen hasn't been amazing in the postseason, but he's a fucking dog. dog. And then fucking Merrill Kelly's been good. Um, I don't fuck with Merrill Kelly the same way that a lot of people do, but Merrill Kelly has been one of their, like, it's weird because he'll have a blowout game and then he'll turn around and then, like, he'll pitch, like, six scoreless. Yeah. He's been like that. His postseason is weird. And then Fat was, like, one of their best pitchers in that series against the Phillies. He's, he got touched up a little bit in this series. But, you know, again, like, he he had them in the game yesterday that they lost 
Um, he he had them in that game, mm-hmm. you know, for a while. So, like I said, again, you know, they have more quality pitching. The difference is, like, the Rangers' bats are just active. Like, yeah. they're, they're, they're hitting. A lot of the team is hitting. Corey Seager's a demon. Yeah. Like, he sucks. He <laughs> sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Deal with that guy sucks. <laughs> he, that's, it's bad. <laughs> Don't pitch to him. He sucks. Walk him. Walk him. Get him the fuck out of there. God damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's 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 tough, bud. So, like I said, this has been a good series, though. Um, I'm mostly happy with the two teams that are playing in it versus the other two teams that could have been playing in it. Like the Astros. I'm madder at the Phillies, bud. Huh? Uh, I'm way madder at the Phillies. Yeah, at this because point. you're in the National League and I deal with the American League. Of course, yeah. you're gonna be madder. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and the Phillies are in my division. Yeah, I like I hate them. I like Ugh. yeah. They're the Astros are in my conference. They're a bunch of cheaters. Their fans suck. I like you know. What I'm saying if you follow me on Twitter, you see I like you know. What I'm saying why well, I was jaw jacking with some of them. Yeah, man. Yeah, they they freaking suck. Yeah, I mean they're mad because it's just like I mean, dude. The thing is, it's like okay, dude. By the time you turn around and won your second World Series, y'all were a lot more legitimate. There's none of that trash can banging. Altuve's still a fucking dude. Like, regardless, tra- banged trash cans or not. I'm not slandering Jose Altuve. He's one of the greatest second basemen of all time. He's fucking ridiculous. Um, he's been hitting the entire time since after the scandal. It doesn't matter. He's just good. Fucking, you know, he didn't need banged trash cans to fucking hit pitches. He never did. So and and, I, the, I, I and his I, continued postseason success that he's I, had. I, so I don't think it was near, nearly like you know what I'm saying directed towards him. He's a part of the team. Yeah, so it was. Got, yeah. So he has a bear that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just so everybody knows that like what he brings to the table. Yeah, but like I said again, you know it, it is what it is. But yeah, again, I was just much more pleased with the choice of guys that we got. Um, about the guys or teams? No, the or the, yeah, 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 the teams. Like I'm more, I, yeah, just the fucking, and then also watching Corbin Carroll play this postseason has been really fun. Cattell Marte, absolute stud, doesn't get enough shine. A lot of these guys on this team don't aren't very well known because for they, the Diamondbacks because they play for the Diamondbacks. Uh, like I said, and it's been it's been exciting watching some of these dudes get some shine, love, and recognition on the national stage. And it's the same thing with the Rangers, man. Like, the Rangers have some dudes, but, like, people know who Adolis Garcia is now because of the postseason run he's went yeah. on, probably. Um, Simeon was a guy that baseball fans probably knew because, you know, Simeon spent a lot of time being with athletics, then he was with Blue Jays, and now he's here. Uh, really has worked himself into being one of the better second basemen in baseball. Fantastic player. Corey Seager always got coverage from the outs because he was like a really highly rated prospect in one of the biggest, stupidest fucking markets you could be in. So the media jerked him off and was like, Corey Seager is so good. And like, he had to listen to that stupid shit, and then he was hurt all the fucking time yeah and like he's good but he's hurt and he's good but he's hurt and then now he's been with the rangers and he was a little he was a little hurt last year 
He's a little hurt this year. I mean, because that's just kind of he's a big dude. He's he sells out for a lot of plays. He's strong, and he's just gonna get hurt just playing. You know, that's kind of the kind nature. Of, kind of reminds me of Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah, yeah, he's very yeah. The difference is, I think I think Seager's more talented than Ellsbury ever was. Um, just in terms of hitting, um, Ellsbury might have been a better defender because Jacoby Ellsbury was a very good player regardless. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's the same kind of vibe. Um, Seager is a stud. Mm-hmm. The um, you shouldn't pitch to him, and the uh, fucking Diamondbacks keep finding that out the hard way. Uh, he just keeps hitting fucking dingers. It's unbelievable. I like eventually you got to stop being stupid. Yeah, you got to stop being stupid. You just put him on. Like who cares? You let somebody else be you. You don't care. I mean, quite literally, they lost a fucking game in extras the first game because they fucking pitched a fucking uh, they or it was the first. It might have been the second. No, it was the first game. They literally pitched to Corey Seager and at the bottom of the ninth and let him hit a two-run bomb and they lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they turn around and beat shit out of the Rangers like a billion to fucking one. You know, but which, good good response, but again, and the thing is Dimebacks are going to have to respond some more. I mean, they're down 3-1. They, you don't see it much. At this point, they're playing with house money. They are playing with house money. I think the only 3-1 in the World Series I've seen is the Cubs, I think. I think. Was that the one against the Indians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, back when the Indians were still the Indians. Yeah, I think the Cubs were down 3-1 in that series. If I'm that, not that, that was the Terry Francona Indians, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even know they were down now. Cause now I, they might have not have been down 3-1, but... Because I, w- I was at work a lot of the time, so I didn't get a chance to really catch that series. Oh, man, that was... A f- Dude, that's, that is the best World Series I've watched, probably. It was so entertaining. Outside, it's not my favorite World Series, but just in terms of the quality of baseball and the games, that World Series was good. You know, it was really good. You know, I so I like so because I know by the time we come back, the World Series will be well, like you know, what I'm saying blah, blah, done and over with. I like so, so you you picking the Rangers? I have the Rangers in six. So yeah. you got the Rangers closing them out. Uh yeah, I do. Yeah, so, I, yeah, so there's no chance for the Diamondbacks to do the do the, do the impossible. I don't think that it's I don't think it's impossible, but you know I just it's certainly a tall order. Yeah, exactly. Look again, I think it's yeah, I think it's tough. But yeah, let me let me take a look. Let's see, Indians one, Cubs one. Yeah, no, the Cubs were down three one in that series, and they took they took three straight. Yeah, it's not impossible. I mean, if you're the Diamondbacks, you look at that as your model. Go, hey, we can do this. And the thing is, the Diamondbacks have been chippy all year. They literally are like, don't, no one believes in us. Because mm-hmm. they're Diamondbacks. Yeah, but I think people believed in that Cubs team because Theo Epstein was. Yeah, well, the, 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 that Cubs team was the best team all year. Yeah. And they, the, the you, because you don't always see that the best team winning the World Series because we weren't the best team the year we won it in 2021. Yep. We certainly weren't. Uh, I like Anthony. I like you know what I'm saying good. I like good friend of both of ours. Yeah, we were sitting there talking about because he's a Braves fan too, and I just want because he he said this. I just want to get your uh, opinion on. It. He was like, bro, he said we never win shit whenever we're supposed to win shit. Just like the World Series that we won, he said we weren't supposed to do that shit. It just fucking happened. Ninety five was the the year that we we any year in the nineties we were the team that w- was to beat out of the NL, you know, um, 
That was I'm talking about like as far as like the the league. I'm like y'all was yeah. by far the best team in baseball. Oh yeah, it wasn't even close. Yeah, we were the best team in baseball this year. But injuries and you know shit happens. You know, fucking we went golden postseason. Fucking worst. Those are the best hit, best offense I think I've ever seen in my life, and they. Just forgot how to hit in the postseason. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know. Coming up next, I said we got our quote of the week and we're going to be discussing Victor Women Yama. I wonder if I said that right. Did I say that? Yeah, right? Yana. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, sometimes I'd be getting, I'd be getting messed up. Yeah, but we got that coming up next. You guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on Anchor. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Hi, I'm Al Harrington, president and CEO of Al Harrington's Wacky Waving Inflatable Arm Flailing Tube Man Emporium and Warehouse. Thanks to a shipping error, I am now currently overstocked on Wacky Waving Inflatable Arm Flailing Tube Men, and I am passing the savings on to you! Attract customers to your business. Make a splash at your next presentation. Keep grandma company. Protect your crops. Confuse your neighbors. African-American, hail a cab. Testify in church or just raise the roof. Whatever your wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man needs are. So come on down to Al Harrington's wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man emporium and warehouse. Route 2 in Weekapog. Hey Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was. But then they said we was having an earthquake. So I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife ass cheeks when I was fucking along with that stuff. Weed. Whiskey. Beer. Tequila. What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Booties! They make sure you ain't booty! Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's the quote of the week on this great, th- uh, like, you know, uh, I was about to say Thanksgiving. That's how much of a fat ass I am. Yeah, Thinking about already, fa- already fantasizing about Thanksgiving. We already fl- fantasizing about that turkey. Yeah. Fried turkey. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right. I got, before we get into our quote of the week, what's, what's one big, what's one, what's one big rule, like, you know, that so you have on Thanksgiving? One big rule I have on Thanksgiving. I'm watching football. Okay. That's that's like that's a given. I'm watching football. Also, you better run me my fucking you better run me my very specific foods I want. <laughs> I'm showing up to your house. There are specific requirements I have. <laughs> Where's your macaroni? 
If your macaroni ain't hitting on shit, I ain't showing up. Speaking of macaroni, my major rule is if your macaroni was cooked on top of the stove, you can keep that shit. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I on top of the stove. Yeah, on top of the stove. Nah. Oh, listen, unless you come in with some skillet shit, <laughs> you better be like if you. That is the only, and that's you going crazy. <laughs> like I'm talking like, like that skillet mac and cheese is. Yeah, I, I get that, but 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 we, but we all know the type of mac and we cheese. We ain't talking about that. Yeah, and we know that most people that are gonna be cooking on the top of the stove mac and cheese, you ain't cooking a motherfucking skillet. You ain't you you too lazy to have a fucking skillet. And I don't want to see. Well, we got plenty of time to be talking about how pitiful y'all plates are gonna be looking. I love. Oh, dry, musty, <laughs> musty ass. You listen. As a white person, I'm about to slander white people real quick <laughs> because I'm allowed to do that. Why is your shit so dry looking? Why are you coming at me with these unseasoned foods? Pitiful. Pitiful ass. I swear to God, if I see another fucking, if I see another one of them goddamn potato salads, just that, awful. That got raisins in it? Oh, terrible. I'm terrible. I'm like, you know, I I, I don't want to be that guy. Mm. I like, you know what I'm saying? But you since you're talking about white people, the only problem I have with white people and their Thanksgiving stuff is I'm tired of y'all ham looking like it's dehydrated. Mm, no, sir. No, sir. Can't do it. Can't do it. My si- dude, my sister, my sister comes, yo, dead ass. We fry a turkey, dead ass. And... And we got the ham that my sister gets that she fucking glazes with honey herself. Yeah. My sister don't play that shit. My grandmother was teaching her the algorithms. Yeah. My grandmother had my sister right. My Thanksgiving is a blessing. Yes. I get mad as shit for other people. Because I be eating my good ass shit. My sister's got the craziest macaroni recipe of all time. That shit is dumb. That macaroni is so fucking good. She's got to make two fucking pans of it. Because that's how that shit gets run the fuck, fuck out. Up. Like she is. She'll be, she'll be taking it by the hand. Oh, that shit is crazy, bro. I'm talking about you got the fucking. You got the spatula in the motherfucker. The bi- you be having like two big spatulas. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got you got <laughs> to, man. <laughs> She be running, dude. She got the craziest devil egg recipe. I've that's my grandmother's recipe directly. She got that directly from the source. She got the motherfucking dude. She got the brown rice. Her brown rice is crazy. That shit is dumb as hell. She cooks that shit in beef consomme and French onion soup. That brick, that brown rice is delicious. Oh my god. But yeah, like I said. Some of y'all be coming with weak ass plates, oh, oh. and we gonna get on y'all's asses. Don't oh, yeah. worry about oh, that. Trust me, we got a couple more shows to get in y'all ass. Listen, for the season month. your shit. You come at me with the top stove top mac, but you don't be pissing me off the most though. Stove top mac and cheese is an abomination. We ain't talking about that. The motherfuckers that get the pan mac and cheese is the driest shit you ever seen. They overcook it. They ain't nothing about it. They don't have no evaporated milk in that shit. No, no, they none. they don't run none, they don't run none of that that evaporated milk or none of that heavy whipping cream or yeah. whatever, whatever their recipe calls for. Nope, mm. just dry, crusty. That crusty. shit, cr- that shit crunch. That shit crusty and it's hard. Terrible. I like you know what I'm saying. You embarrassed. I like you gotta have water. You, you gotta have water. I like just to drink that shit because if it's, you don't, you just you're gonna choke. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Shit dries fuck. <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible! You embarrassing, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm and I hate you, it for you. Go level up, 
Go find someone. You know, it's you. It, and it's and it's funny because I'd be seeing people talking about. You know, you like the you. You know, everybody's know that one person like they think that they're funny on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. And they were like, no need to post uh, post your plates. We're all eating the same shit. Like apparently we're no, we're not. not. No, we are not. I, you know, you, here's the, here's the thing I have. You will never see a plate I post because <laughs> I'm too busy eating. Them, motherfucker. Eat. I ain't posting shit. That plate, it, that ain't for y'all. That's for me. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all, quite frankly. All of you. I, That's I, my plate. I, I don't post my plate just for the mere fact, you know, I'm a humble person. I don't want to... I don't want to upset y'all. I don't want to upset y'all. Y'all be so mad. It's all if like, y'all saw that fucking banana pudding I get, y'all be mad as a motherfucker. Mad as hell. Mad as hell. I like, uh, if, I, if I showed y'all how my family get down in the kitchen, I'll have so many girls, like, in my DM wanting, like, wanting to come to family functions. Bro, That's I how bad. I'm telling you, you were not welcome to my family things. Thanksgiving, because you were taking food off my plate. Literally, get the fuck out of here. That's why I don't be posting my plates either, because that is my food. <laughs> Run me my... I'm, I'm going to need two of these plates, and I'm going to need a dessert plate, and I'm going to eat leftovers tomorrow. Y'all don't get none of it. That's for me. I'm mad at my family. I'm not share with people I love. I'm related to them. I look at my father. I be looking at him side. I be like, damn, that's a little bit. That, that, I, be, I be getting mad. I be that, like, that, that's a big plate right there. I be, I be getting mad looking at my dad's plate. I be like, that's too much banana pudding. That, that's less banana pudding for me later. Don't fuck with that. I be getting mad at my me and my brother in law. Me and my brother in law have a very it's funny as shit because motherfuckers be bringing all these fucking uh, desserts that they made. They're like, oh, check out this is a this is a pumpkin spice cheesecake. And me and my brother-in-law, I love that man. We have a very firm agreement. All of their desserts, garbage. We yeah. ain't, we ain't touching them. <laughs> Where are my sister's banana pudding at? Yeah, that's me. Me and my brother-in-law have a very we clean we clean our plate. We might get a second plate, but the banana pudding, me and him go do war crimes on that banana pudding, <laughs> and that's what me and him are about. And him and I. We are partners in arms. We are brothers in arms over that. That is the one motherfucker I have an understanding with. Because I can't eat the whole thing. But, you know, me and Michael, we got this. I know, right? That's we, what, we can do it together. That's what I'm saying. Me and my brother-in-law, man, he's the homie. I will, I will absolutely bang on anybody. Get away from my shit. So, like I said, I do not post my plates. You do not get to look at these algorithms and the concoctions that my sister and my family comes up with. You are not allowed. You don't get to look at this turkey my uncle fried. Fuck you. That ain't for you. That's me. That's me. That's all me. It's all me. Like I said, I look sideways at my father, <laughs> at my sister, at my brother-in-law, at my fucking uncle's two kids. Those are people I love ardently and wholeheartedly. And I don't want to share with them all the time. <laughs> and they're the reason I'm eating. My brother, my <laughs> uncle, my uncle, my uncle comes through the spot with the fucking turkey. And my sister cooks most of the rest of the shit. My brother-in-law's allowed to be there. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a homie. Yeah. Like, I love that man. He's allowed to be there. But like I said, I'll be looking at them sideways sometimes. That's that, that, those are my that is my food. Like I said, well, so we're going to be getting into us. Yes, I like a lot more. I like it because we get listen. We, you and I both are passionate about Thanksgiving. Yes, like on the real. I like That's my shit. I said, like, trust me. I like you're going to see plenty. Of, you hear plenty of more rants. I like, but I like. I have a quote today. Yes, and it's very like it's very telling. To you know what I'm saying. Uh, to what's going on today, as in the Halloween. 
and this one goes to a girl named Dee Dee. She said, "Please don't, uh, please don't say you don't celebrate Halloween because it's the devil's holiday and you sleeping with somebody else's husband." Yo, yo, yo. yes, yes. 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 Good for her. Talk it. Talk your shit, Didi. <laughs> Talk your shit. I like. There you go, Queen. Yes. Oh. We love that. Yes. Fucking. Um. All right. It's my quote of the week. Goes to my boy Dragonfly Jones on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Classic account. One of the funniest motherfuckers of all time. Mm-hmm. Go follow his ass on Twitter. He is hysterical. <laughs> he might not be for you because he he be talking a lot of sports stuff. Yeah. But genuinely one of the best accounts on that hell website. <laughs> so, keep flag. No more player in the country. You know, had a main 6'8", white boy. Pretty fucking good at hoop. Dude commits to Duke. Hey, that's what it is. So, fucking, there's a pic of him in his Duke outfit. He's got a pitchfork, and it's like the end of... They're starting to do sports pictures. Like, photographers are doing a thing where, like, they'll put, like, flammable fluid on the end of their thing. They'll light it on fire. Like, they'll do it with baseballs and gloves and bats and shit. And they'll take a picture. So, Cooper Flag got a fucking trident. He's wearing his Duke outfit, and he's got a trident, and the end of the trident's on fire. It's a cool-looking picture. My man... Dragonfly Jones tweeted out this picture and goes, Cooper Flag holds a flaming pitchfork after committing to Duke University is the 578th most racist sentence ever constructed. Basically. <laughs> Basically. 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 <laughs> Basically, dude, and like Monty Jones and other people were clowning that motherfucker. Oh, why can't he go to Duke? They're like, they're like, he, they're like, what color he is, but Monty, you know, you know what to expect. And he was like, Chet Holmgren would have never. Yeah, I'm like, no. see, no. see, Cooper Flag on that bullshit. Well, like, but that's not even the cold. Before we get into our next cut, co- I gotta make this point. That's not even the coldest photo that, that I've seen. The coldest photo I've seen of like recruits going to. Uh, Going to uh, going to college visits and all that stuff. Yeah, it's Cayenne Anthony. I've never seen that one. Oh, the one where like with it's a picture of him in at Syracuse holding a national title trophy with his dad Carmelo Anthony with his arm around him wearing his jersey. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's dope. Wearing the old Carmelo Syracuse jersey. That's pretty good. That like that was hard. That's the I like. I was like, young kid, you got it. There's nobody that has a harder picture than that. Yeah, man. I like. I like, shout out to Kyan. I like. I hope he make it to the league. I'm a huge Kyan Anthony fan. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. He said he'd be killing his dad though. He'd be like, "Man, that dude trash in 2K." <laughs> so your dad was a killer for a long time, young blood. No, he was like, he was like, "Yeah, my dad's trash in 2K." <laughs> yeah, I beat him by ten every time, you know. But he said, like, so speaking of somebody who who's the new sensation, hopefully a generational talent, Victor Wimbenyana. The season started last week. Oh yeah, we got to see a, we got to see him in a couple of games. Right, they, they stole a win tonight from the fucking Suns, bro. Yeah, dead ass. He's averaging like eighteen a game. He's he's got pretty comparable numbers to like to Tim Duncan's first year. Um, he be doing foul shit to people. 
And like it's weird, like on the defensive on the defensive end. on the both ends. Both ends. He's just be doing foul stuff because he's seven eight, and he's got wing the wingspan of a house. Yeah, it's the stupidest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. And so, like I said, he just does horrible shit. It's funny as hell. I have watched him block three pointers. I have watched him dunk over motherfuckers. And them just beat. I watched him tonight. Catch the ball on the wing. Sauce Kevin Durant. Yeah. Off the dribble. And then go up over a motherfucker and just absolutely yoke. Like- and, and like when he did it, you could almost see the Suns just like downloading like Yo, what? He's like, this dude's a fucking cheat. Dude, this dude's a cheat code. This dude's a creator player. He's he dude. He's a creative player. He's not a creative player. I'm gonna tell you why he's not a creative player. Because you can't create that player. <laughs> he ain't even a creative player. You can't make that motherfucker. You try to make a fucking seven three dude that can shoot and have handles. Good luck. <laughs> He ain't doing none of that shit. I remember you was talking earlier. You was like, dude, that's probably... You were saying, and I quote, that's the only dude I've ever seen that could probably alter Kevin Durant's shot. Yes. Yeah, it was wild, man. Some of them pictures that they dropped of, like, Wimbignano, like, contesting some of... There there are some crazy pictures from this game. Like, it's... Now, Kevin Durant got shots up over him because he's Kevin Durant. Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I like But, like, yeah, he ain't... And, you know, I watched Kevin Durant take the ball from Wimbanyana off the dribble, you know, it was a very much a welcome into the NBA moment, but that motherfucker is 19 years old. He is going to be fine. <laughs> so yeah. here's the thing, because I remember, because I, I was watching, I was watching the Mavericks game, and I was just like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, bro, because he had a impressive, impressive uh, showing in that game, too. I Like, if it wasn't for, like, you know, the Mavericks hitting shots late, they could have stole that one, too. Mm-hmm. Because he played well in that game as well. And my thing is, it, does, it, it doesn't seem like he forces anything. No. It doesn't seem like it comes natural to him. And my thing with him is, I like, once he gets a little bit aggressive and once he realizes nobody yes. can stop him. Once he, once he figures out that, like, nobody can stop oh, him. Oh, I. I really got it like that, and I can go get it when I want to. I like this. It's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, Popovich is gonna have him playing good team basketball, like Popovich is wanting to do. But once they, once he gets it in his head, like I can go score it with Will, basically. Which is crazy. I like the, the mere fact, like, this kid is so good, it got Greg Popovich out of retirement. Yeah, Greg Popovich was supposed to retire. Like, he was not supposed to come back. Yeah. And he said, nah. And then he signed another fucking deal. And, you know, so, you yeah. know. I like, but knowing Greg Popovich, he was like, I got to get in on this. Well, and the other thing, too, is, like I said, I think that Greg's trying to keep himself busy. You know, his wife passed away or whatever. I think he's just trying to find stuff to do. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and they're not gonna, they're not gonna, he can be there as long as he wants. Yeah, they'll never run him off because that franchise was derelict and destitute and before then, he got there. And then he got there and then won, is, won all them championships. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like they'll never run him off. So that's a small market. Mm-hmm. And that is the, and, he, and he's a, he's a fucking god there. Yeah, he's a god there. And he's basically like one of the greatest coaches of all time. And he's, he's like a top five coach ever. Mm-hmm. Like he's really good. I like, you can make an argument that he's probably the best coach. 
coach. You could make you could make an argument that Popovich is the best coach of all time, and I wouldn't. I, would, I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate it. I would probably like a laugh a little bit because I'd be like, yeah, it's probably Phil Jackson, but sure. Nah. You know, I, 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 I see why just for the mere fact, like you know, but Popovich has some dudes, but he ain't had the dudes that Phil had. No, Phil, Phil, Phil's famous for all the dudes he had. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, Phil Jackson's Phil Jackson. You know, and the mere fact he was able to do it, like you know, over. Like yes. over over like the span of decades, I like. Yeah, yeah, that's it's impressive. Yeah, like I said, it's impressive what it's impressive that fucking Popovich. You start out with David Robinson, and then you fucking get Tim Duncan, and then you play through basically almost two generations of Tim Duncan and the Big Three. You build the Big Three mm-hmm. basically from scratch. Because you know you get the one with well, Robinson you, and Duncan, yeah, and you had, then you then you have to build from Duncan the ground up, yeah. basically. Whereas you know you had you had Robinson was the established player, and then well, Duncan, yeah, because yeah, at first it was the Twin Towers, then it was the Big Three. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Just the evolution of that, yeah. and then like the way the Big Three, the Kawhi Leonard transition. Yeah. And then honestly, man. Fucking Zaza Pachulia doesn't fuck up Kawhi Leonard's foot. We might be talking about some shit differently. The Spurs might have ended up looking real different because Kawhi might have fucking won a ship that year because Kawhi was maybe the best player in the NBA that year. Yeah. Maybe. Outside of maybe LeBron James. Yeah, and then Zaza Pachulia fucked his foot up. Yeah, like, doing yeah that he, was a, he was most certainly a top five player. It was LeBron, Steph Curry, and probably and him. And maybe Kevin Durant. It was like, it was like him and like Kevin Durant. And, and James that, Harden. That was kind of what the league looked like at the time. And he was probably, like you said, it was like Steph and like LeBron probably were one and two. And then it was like some order of him or Kevin Durant. Yeah. And this is before Giannis was Giannis. So. Yeah. Yeah. I like so yeah I like so I like dude I like I feel I feel like well, as far as women yacht I feel like people are putting a lot of pressure on him and put a lot of expectation on him but I think he's he looks fine he's looked really good there are some flashes of some things that are like brain meltingly what the heck is this and the hype seems to be real and once the kid figures it out it's a wrap. I, it's a, it was a perfect situation for him. I like you know with that coach, with that team. Yes, but more so that coach who's seen it and been there and done that. Yeah, I like you know what I'm saying I like this, dude. Th- th- this is gonna be fun, man. I like I, I feel like I'm a I'm a I'm gonna enjoy watching this kid for the next ten years. Yeah. Like I think we're gonna be in for a fucking ride. Yeah, I think we're gonna be in for a ride because I know. I like as far as before we get up out of here. Yeah, I like you know because there, there's certain type of dudes like you know because uh, people look at me as like the basketball savant like you know saying at my job because I know a lot about hoop I like you know so because uh, I was telling them I like look yeah here's the thing let's use Shaquille O'Neal for example like in 92 when Shaquille O'Neal came into the league I like I try to tell young people Shaquille O'Neal was so damn good that they couldn't put him on a dream team. Yeah. He could not play on the Dream Team because they had no choice but to play. Shaquille O'Neal was that damn good. They didn't want him to be on the Dream Team. When Shaquille O'Neal came, like, stepped foot on a basketball court, Shaquille O'Neal was a top 15 player. Year two, he was a top 10 player. Year three, he was a top five player. And year four, the year they went to the NBA Finals, he was the second best player in basketball behind Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah. Do, do you see that kind of rise from Victor Wimbanyama? Possibly, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think I think so. I think I think it's not a matter of if, but when. I really do. I think he's really, like I said, when when Mignogna's that kind of, he's just he's talented, man. I think that he's gonna figure it out. I think that Pop's gonna get the best out of him, and I think he's about to be the fucking truth. And I think that he's gonna be the best fucking center in basketball by a lot, by a lot. <laughs> so yeah. By the I think it's going to happen a lot quicker than people think it is. That's not trying to be disrespectful to Jokic. That's not trying to be disrespectful to Embiid. They're the best two centers as of right now. Jokic is arguably the best player in the league in general. Yeah. I think you give it a couple of years for Wimbanyana and he'll overtake yeah, him. Yeah, give it about three or four. I think you give it a few years, because especially because Jokic kind of... Jokic doesn't care about Yeah, he basketball. doesn't care about none of this shit. He doesn't care about any of this shit. He doesn't this care a, about being a, great. This is a day job for him to get more horses. And like in the and buy more distilleries so he can drink beer. Yeah, that's what he wants to do all the time. He doesn't care about... he. This is boring. It is one of the funniest things to see a man be that good at basketball. And he hates just, it that he much. He just is so apathetic about it. it. Yeah, like he's like, I'm going to excel and I'm going to dominate and I'm going to be really good good i don't give a shit about any of this i was like dude you see the press conference before we get up out of here and they were like Jokic, did you pick up a ba- uh, the- how many times did you pick up a basketball like this uh on the offices you're like i did a couple of times jamal murray was like that's code name for he didn't pick up a basketball at all yeah. in the press conference <laughs> yeah <laughs> you were saying right next to him like that's a code name that's code for he didn't do it at all yeah, no, he, no, no. He hung out on his horse farm. Hung out with his brothers. I like hang hung out with his wife, his kid. Doesn't care about any of this shit. Doesn't care about none of it. So, coming up next, said so we got a thug life moment of the week. We're gonna be talking these NFL primetime games, and also we got another, uh, we got another edition of Would You Rather. I like for the arcade. So okay. keep it, yeah. So keep it locked on the scoreboard on Anchor. Presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Arms swinging, knees bending, head bobbing to no particular rhythm. You're either dancing or you have fleas. Call me a doctor. As soon as you hit the dance floor, the taunts begin. Is that all you got, Clea? Unfortunately, yes, that's all you got. Hold on now. Who's in the house? Some guy who can't dance. That's who's in the house. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Happy Feet, because you really put the oogie in boogie. You 
You are listening to Podomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. Something that has to warm up before you use it, sir. How about your wife? This is a scoreboard thug life moment of the week. Brought to you by nobody. Because we're on a budget. This is the place where douchebag behavior isn't only welcome, but it's celebrated. Now here's your host, HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's a Thug Life Moment of the Week. And if you out here doing Thug Life shit, we want to hear from you. And we'll give you that information at the end of the show. You want to go? Yeah, I was going to say I want to go first because mine's not that great. It's it's okay, right. but it's not it's not great. Okay. I ain't coming with the with the big the big dick stuff. But so this girl, this girl tweeted out when your gym crush brings his girlfriend to the gym and she's not fit and sent like a bunch of emojis, like, like crying, laughing, crying. And then like, Lamal, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> and then somebody quote tweeted and went, she has your man and doesn't have to eat chicken and broccoli meal prep from four days ago. Ooh, I know your <laughs> Oh yeah, I was like, that's funny as shit. Oh, I like that's a deep cut. Deep cut. Uh, here's another deep cut. I like my thug life moment of the week goes to NC State head coach. NC State head coach. Oh, oh, yeah. LA. He had a message for your boy Steve Smith on college because. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve, yeah, Steve Smith picked Clemson because you know Steve Smith fucks with Dabo because of yeah. the way Dabo ran up on Colin Coward. Yeah. I didn't, well, you gotta tell me that all fair. Yeah, like, I like because I know he was sitting there saying like NC State just waiting for like you know saying the basketball season like you know to roll around this that and the third. Didn't NC State end up beating you guys? They did. Yeah, I like they asked him like about his. Uh, they asked him about the uh, game and all that other stuff. He was talking about like just normal. So I'm proud of the guys. This that and the third. He said, "Oh, message for Steve Smith. You can tell him that I say he can kiss my ass and walked off." Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that energy. Yeah, it's good. I love that energy. I, I love Steve Smith too. But my thing is, you can't be mad. I like you can't be out here being disrespectful and then get mad when people have that same energy. Yeah, exactly. It's like no, he was like, mad like, at Jerry Judy because Jerry Judy was like, "Dude, I don't fuck with you." Yeah, because again, the thing, but they, even though Steve Smith called out Jerry Judy, but then he was like, "All right, man, I'm gonna walk up to him and try to be like, hey, listen, you playing a little bit better." But then fucking Jerry Judy was like, "Man, I don't fuck with you like that." And then fucking, and Steve Smith was like, all right, bro, I mean, you a bum, and you still gonna be a bum. And, but, uh, but yeah, but that's, uh, I feel like that's just pouring on. Like, cause my thing is this I, I would tell Steve Smith, like, how would you feel if somebody was to talk shit to you? Then they try to come up to you and do the same thing you did. You probably would have punched them in the face. Yep, that's true. I like, cause that's just how you are. Yeah, that's crazy. But, Another thing that's crazy, I like, and I can't believe I didn't have this thing up because I am unprepared because that's just what I do. You guys, hold on with me for a second because I like, we all, we have another edition of Would You Rather. And now let me, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, yeah, got it. So, Would You Rather? And this is the George Pickens edition. Okay. Uh, so. 
I like my first one is Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. George Pickens. George Pickens? Oh yeah. Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson's nice, but the thing is he's hurt. <laughs> and I also think that I think that Deontay Johnson was primed to possibly be the best receiver on that team until he got hurt. <laughs> George Pickens. Mike Williams. Big Mike. If Big Mike could stay fucking healthy, <laughs> Big Mike. George Pickens. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Chris Olave. Chris Olave. Drake London. Well, it's not even fair to Drake London because Arthur Smith is a hoe for real. Yeah. Golly. This man goes, I'm going to put two tight ends in a game that Kyle Pitts is in, and I'm going to have these motherfuckers throw a pass to another motherfucker. I cannot stand Arthur Smith. He's the only person I know that has so much talent. That the, he the, he refuses to use his talent. So, I really like Drake London. Drake London could probably be better than George Pickens. George Pickens. Christian Watson. Guy that's arguably the most physically blessed of the receivers out there right now. Arguably. Oh. His hands suck. George Pickens. Last, Johan Dotson. George Pickens. Okay. George Pickens for a while, though, man. That was weird. Because it was just, it was, it was weird. Because I had to kind of take the situations. Because the thing is, too, if I'm, if I'm being fair, the Steelers' situation sucks. <laughs> Matt Canada ass. Their O line ass. <laughs> but I mean, George Pickens got that dog. I like him. Uh, hey, I like fuck that, that guy. A, Hey, that's what they, that's what these are meant for. I like, you know, what I'm saying it wouldn't, you, because I already know how the arcade is. It wouldn't be much fun if these things were easy. Yes, <laughs> I put a lot. I, I don't. I, I don't, a lot of thought. Yeah, into yeah. Them. I don't. I don't like. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't like just because again, like there are a lot of times where like stuff is very like open and closed for me. But yeah, like I said, big big Mike's tough. Drake London was tough. Uh, you know, like I said, there there was a couple of tough ones there, but there was there was quite a few really easy ones. You know, fucking Garrett Wilson, little mouth. Hey, Garrett Wilson, a dog. Hey, I like to say they came in the same draft draft class, so I felt like it was apropos. Yeah, 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 that was a good one. Yeah. So I like, I like these prime time games. I like you know, which we got the Bills and the Bucks first. <laughs> that was actually uh, that game that that Thursday night game. Um, shout out to the Buccaneers for kind of scrapping their way back into it. If Josh Allen played like that all the time, the Bills would be unstoppable. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. That's the problem with Josh Allen. Josh Allen frustrates me tremendously. Because, I, and, he, and even then, he still turned the ball over. So was you know, it really? But, 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 but yeah, that was a, it was tipped. That 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 pick wasn't his fault. Um, they got tipped. Okay. Yeah, that that wasn't on him. Um. Um, the he was really efficient. He was averaging like nine yards down the field per pass. Very good. He was very efficient. He wasn't just fucking 
I'm going, fuck it, Stefan Diggs down there somewhere. Like he does sometimes, an like, idiot. A lot of times. Yeah, he's just idiot. He, do, he does really stupid shit sometimes. It's like, man, like, you got to get the ball around a little bit more. And you got to run some. Like, you don't need to run all the time. You don't need to take a beating. But, like, when it's there, take it. Because you are very gifted physically. And you can keep the chains moving being a Terminator person. Mm-hmm. Um I remember there was a very specific down where I saw him run, and he got down before he got hit. And I was like, he got the first down, and he didn't get hit. That's great. That's great. Um, So, my thing is, like, but there were plays where he was also, like, he was taking what the defense was giving him. Like, he's like, oh, this sticker out over here, great. I'm taking it. Like, oh, this, um, you know, like, he was just, he quite literally, like, he wasn't sitting there... And when he was taking shots down the field, they were controlled. They were measured. They were smart. It's like, hey, I got a one-on-one, and I'm going to push the ball down the field a little bit. Mm -hmm. Everything was like, it was, there wasn't a whole lot of him forcing the ball like a dipshit. But that's still a part of his. That is a part of his game. Because listen, man, like when you have the type of arm that a guy like that has, you can cook up a little bit of spicy shit. You can be a little risky, you know what I'm saying? But you got to be smart about your moments. You can't just throw fucking four. You can't do what you did against the Jets. You know what I mean? You can't. But, but we own him though. Yeah, yeah. Like so we always. He never plays well against us. Mm-hmm. So, but like I said again, that you gotta. But that that decision making, mm-hmm. like this decision making versus the Jets game. That is, but also now, and obviously you got to give credit to Sal. You got to give credit to the Jets defense for doing what they do. But I'm just saying the decision making mm-hmm. that is something Josh Allen absolutely can fucking control. But my thing is he needs to do that against competent defenses. Yes. Yeah. And really good defenses because, like you know, mm-hmm. whenever like whenever he faces a good or like you know, what I'm saying like above average to really good defense, that's whenever that's whenever shit like that mm-hmm. happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can be had. And just, like, it's, the, the thing is, like, he has stretches where he plays unbelievable football. And he has stretches where he plays not-so-good football. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, and my thing is he can't continue to do that. I like, he can't sustain that for, like, an entire season. I need to see him do that against some... I'm not, not, I wouldn't even say quality, like, you know, because he has beaten some quality opponents. But, you like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Like somebody like the Jets defense, I like. I need you to see us car carve us up, or something like that. Because I like because there there's always bone play, uh, bonehead plays to be made. You just have to capitalize on them. Yeah. I like what the game. I'm really want to see because the Eagles play our division. I want to see how he does against that Eagles defense. Yeah, I mean the thing is the Eagles defense isn't as good as it has been. But yeah, we could see, we'll see about it. That'll be interesting to see. Well, they're not. They sure as hell not going to be able to run the ball on them. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, they, they struggle with that as is. Um, Cook is, I think James Cook is helping them with that. But yeah, they're not, yeah, they're not, they're not going to be able to run the ball. I agree. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I think that about covers that game. Um, Chicago the, and the, uh, the charge. <laughs> He's shaking his head. <laughs> dog shit. It's dog shit game. Uh, um, Fucking uh, the Chargers, um, he, they just they throttled a, one of the worst teams in the NFL. Were very in control of the game the whole game. That D two quarterback that they got, 
Bant Bagnet or Bag Bagant. Yeah, he was he wasn't good. He looked like a Division II quarterback playing in the NFL. In yeah. fact, um, that is securing the tank for them though. So I'm sure they love that. Gas or rub, Johnny. Uh, yeah, they are big on that shit right now. I like to argue if they were to get like a if they were to get like another top top, top five pick. You think they would go quarterback? At this point, you'd have to get the. I think that if you, if they, they, I think that if they have two of those top picks, and I think if they're looking, if they have any sort of side eye about, I mean, any, any. sort of side eye, Justin Fields, and you, and Caleb Williams says, "Fuck it, I'll come out," or if Drake May goes, "Fuck it." Yeah, I'll, or Michael Penix. Yeah, if they if they're looking at one of those dudes and they're like, you know what, I really like them, dude. I like that dude. If Ryan Poles and the motherfuckers really like that motherfucker, sure. And then you probably trade Fields, try to see if some team will give you like a four or something for him, mm-hmm. and see you know, and maybe some team fleeces the shit out of you. Yeah, and I feel like he, Justin Fields will have a lot of suitors in the trade market. I think he, I think he probably would too because he's shown some flashes. Um, if I'm Atlanta, I'm trying to get. If it. I'm Atlanta, if I'm, um, if I'm Atlanta, if I'm a team that just. Honestly, you feel like you could develop him, and you have a situation he could go sit. That'd be fine, but uh, but yeah, whatever. Um, what about the Vikings? Maybe, um, maybe. I mean, that's certainly an option. Depends on how Quessy and them feel about him. Um, they might not be overly impressed with him. Who knows? Because they play him. You know, I don't know. I don't know what they think right now. Again, I think y'all are better than them. So I think that. I think that. Yeah, we're way better than them. Um, so, um, yeah. So you have that, and then you also have, um, you know, you have that, which is fine, well, and good. And then you have, uh, you know, like I said, you you have just, like, a team that's like, the, the Chargers are good. Herbert tore them the fuck up. It was pretty effortless. Yeah. Like, he, that game was basically put away at halftime. Like, and I need, and, I, and I'm kind of glad they did that so they can come to Jet Life Stadium. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would much rather see them coming off a win as instead of a loss. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, so, like I said, that game was unremarkable. Um, the following game was so bad that it got a coach fired. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he got, yeah, he got fired. Yeah, he got fired earlier today. Um, as he should have. Yeah. You know, Halloween's all about trick or treats, and the motherfucker got a trick. Because he and, and the Raider fans got a treat. Yeah, they get they get to see that bummy ass idiot get jettisoned. They should have never hired that motherfucker. He's fraudulent. He's ass. Always he's have stupid. Been. He's a stupid, rotten, garbage ass coach. Rotten uh, person. Yeah, Devontae Adams could have had two like seventy yard touchdowns. Jimmy Garoppolo missed multiple throws. Um, that game was embarrassing for the Raiders. It was horrendous for the Raiders. The Raiders are an embarrassing franchise. They suck. I like you guys. Let you guys let this guy. I like you guys let this guy run. I like run Derek Carr out of town. Yeah, and the thing is, Derek Carr hadn't been particularly good for the Saints, but the fuck, you know what I mean? And you know that's because the Saints are in cap hell, and yeah. they're just they're paying for it because this team is bad, and they're they're Saints. Every year, all these analysts are like, the Saints just are really, 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 really in trouble. And sure enough, this, the Saints have progressively gotten worse and worse and, worse and, and worse. worse slowly. And we are now seeing what the decay of the, the cat hell 
that they've put themselves in the last however many years and, and it's doing to them. I like and they don't the and they don't ask none of their big people to take I like you know saying the restructure. No. And so here we are. Um so yeah man, like I said, the Raiders are just really poorly run. They have very bad luck. Their GM situation He got fired today too. Uh yeah. Yeah, like I said. Oh. And that was the guy that replaced Mayock, wasn't it? Because Mayock already got fired, didn't he? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, the guy that they got to replace Mike Mayock because they hired Mike Mayock and they fired May- Mike Mayock. Yeah, that was with John Gruden. Yeah, yeah, they fired Mayock because he was with Gruden. And then, again, man, it just... This fucking franchise is so dysfunctional. It's bad. And the thing is, for every Crosby they hit on, they fuck up. Got they fuck up by having a Henry Ruggs, which again, yeah. you know, that's a tragic, sad situation. Kid drunk driving in his fucking Lambo or whatever the fuck he was drunk driving in kills a person. Again, it's just sad for that kid's life. It's a terrible thing. I, I was I would say more so because like that, I would say that's too. Like if we're gonna keep it strictly on football, a better analogy for me would be for every Max Crosby that they get, they get about twenty Cleveland Farrells. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like they just miss on a lot of fucking. They they for every one really good player they hit on, they miss on like four. It's wild, mm-hmm. man. It's wild. They miss on so many picks. It's crazy, dude. Especially the like the, the Alex Leatherwood pick. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't even in, know. in the first round. Yeah, and then they were trying to trade him. Yeah, he's that's not what, even in the league anymore. That's what I'm saying, man. They miss on a ton of things. And the thing so is, just like, functional. And the thing is, Leatherwood, like, no, was not built to be a tackle in the NFL. That dude should have been a guard. Yeah, and then, like I said, you have that, and then you have, like I said, you have that kind of thing, and then you have a fucking, you just, you have like all that stuff that happens like just the sheer dysfunction and then you you hire a dude who was a dog shit head coach in Denver and then he goes back home to Belichick no like he goes- and then they act like oh like he's different now no, no he's not He's a terrible head. He's a great coordinator. He's a terrible head coach. Y'all wouldn't even say a great coordinator. Y'all wouldn't even say he's a great coordinator. Yeah, yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. I don't, I don't fuck with Josh McDaniels, man. I never have. I think he's a dipshit. And so again, man, he's fucking bozo. Fuck, fuck Josh McDaniels. Fuck the horse he rode in on. He's an idiot. Fucking the fact that he got a head coaching job before Eric Bieniemy did is I was, wild. I was just about to say that. That's wild. He said he got two of them before Eric Bieniemy got one. Eric Bieniemy had to be an offensive coordinator at another fucking spot <laughs> just to try to prove like, hey, no, it's me. I'm good, you know. So that's crazy. Man. That that is crazy to me. I like coming up next. I like you know the your questions are in. Your arcade and I cannot wait to answer them. It's mail time. You guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on anchor.
like my chili hot. As a matter of fact, I like my chili so goddamn hot that you can cook a hog's ass in a spoonful. When a working man such as myself wants a little hot fixing, I reach for that bottle of mama's goddamn hot chili. Smooth tender chunks with chili beans filled with mama's hot bastard bacon bits and drizzled with just the right amount of thick savory sauce dripping with noodle nuggets and Texas tough onions. Mm-mm, that's hot. Goddamn hot. Ask for it by name. What's up, guys? You've been listening to The Scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and The Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid and Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer. And if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time. This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God... You spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, bro. It's that time. It's that time where we get to chop it up with you guys, the listeners. And we appreciate you guys always sending in your questions. It's always been a blast. And I like I I hate that I can't get to all of you guys. So please bear with me. So we got about four questions. So the first question comes from Amin from Delaware. Said, guys, I know you're talking about, I know you're tired of talking about this individual, but this been made news. You think James Harden makes the Clippers a title contender? A title contender? No. Yeah, but considering what the fuck they gave up, they basically gave up like six motherfuckers and like three draft picks. I feel like the, I feel like the 76 here sneaky got a lot better. There's a lot better depth. On that team, I like that they got they got Kenyon Martin Jr. I like that too. Um, didn't they get Man? Yeah, yeah, that's good for them. I like that a lot. Um, so, um, what's going to be real funny is watching every one of them motherfuckers shoot an aggregate nineteen percent from the floor during the playoffs. Kawhi Leonard's going to be undergoing load management, as is his way. Um, Paul George. Listen, I don't slander playoff P anymore the way I used to. I really don't. Paul George is a very solid player. He's got some flaws. Paul George has been a good player for a long time. He's not always going to be Mr. Hero Ball, score a 60-burger, and then hit five clutch threes to win you a game. He's not always going to be that guy. But he will play big and play well in games you need him to. He made that series against the Suns way more interesting than it had any right to be considering all the injuries that the Clippers were dealing with. The only reason that was a series at all was because Paul George put that team on his fucking back. I don't slander Paul George anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with that. Paul and, George and, is fine. And, and another thing. I will slander Russell Westbrook until the cows come home. I mean, I won't because he's at I, I have a ton of respect for Russell Westbrook's accomplishments in this league. I think Russ is a good family man. I think he continues to be Russell Westbrook. 
Yeah. But- and that he hurts you as much as he helps you. My thing is he's coming off the bench and I feel like as somebody that comes off the bench and has the green light to shoot, I think he's much better in that role. Oh, I think if he, you give him the green light to attack off the bench, that's crazy. Yeah, because that, that's what they were using him for. That's why I say like, I actually liked his role. I like, you know, saying, like, you know, coming off the bench and being that guy. I like, you know, saying to have the green light to shoot. But here's the thing. I like James Harden and him, they couldn't they these guys played with each other three different times. OKC was whatever. It didn't work in Houston. They gotta work together again here. I like James Harden is not that guy, man. I like especially playoff season because of the the way he plays. He's a foul merchant. Teams figure out his bullshit over the course of a series. He gets less and less efficient. He's you know and again, not to slander James Harden. He had a really good game. One of the playoff games that the fit like when Philly needed him to while Embiid was out. But James Harden isn't even the James Harden he was. Yes. He's and, progressively getting worse. And like you know, say he's he has injury problems. I like that's a thing too. Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, again. This team is injury prone. They are aging. None of these motherfuckers are on contract next year. Let's talk about that for a second. I did not even know that. Not a single one of them four motherfuckers are under contract next year. And uh, like, and none of them said anything about them wanting to stay either. Dude, and you got to think all those picks that they owe the clip, they owe the thunder, they owe... Bro, that's about to get messy. That's about to get ugly, bro. That's about to be... That franchise is literally... If they do not win a championship this year, they literally, I shit you not, are going to absolutely be in poverty for the next decade. Decade and a half. It's going to be insanity. It's going to... And it's crazy because Steve Ballmer built in that new stadium for what? Yeah, man. For what? I like... And and, and, the, and not all, and not only that, I, the main thing is, none of this shit matters if Kawhi Leonard isn't healthy, which clearly he's not. He never it, is. He never is. Kawhi Leonard is... The last team that got to benefit from Kawhi Leonard was the Toronto Raptors. Yes. They got a ship off that. The... Kawhi Leonard has been when the second that Kawhi Leonard got his bag from the Clippers, he stopped caring. Yeah, that was all he wanted. He wanted a super max, and he got it. And now he's got enough money to be set for life. He don't care. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. He ain't playing unless he's one hundred percent healthy. Now this load management rest thing might fuck him over, and. Yeah, because that because that rule was made for him. Yeah, and and Paul George more him. More him, really, because my thing is this: I like, I like, because uh, uh, since uh, his contract is going to be out, I like, dude, you're not going to be in no kind of position to command the type of money you think that you're no. worth. No, he's going to still think he's worth the contract he got before, and ain't nobody going to give him that shit for what? Nah, exactly. That's all I say. You barely play forty games. I like, like, it, it, it's the opposite of like you know Anthony Davis. I know we we joke about Anthony Davis, about like you know saying his knees are made out of toilet paper, his body's made out of glass. But damn it, at least this man comes out there and try to give you his all. It just his body be weak. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot different. I, like you know, say I I joke with people all the time. This dude doesn't play. Uh, he, uh no, he's ninety nine percent not gonna play. He got to be one hundred. 
Gotta be 100. He'll give you a game, and all of a sudden, he had 30%. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, man. Absolutely ridiculous. I, I feel bad for Ty, for Ty Lue. <laughs> he do. does not deserve this shit. I do, too. That's crazy. Um, They also lost Marcus Morris, too. Yep. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Feels bad for them. Feels funny for me. It feels funny to me. I will always laugh at James Harden. Best believe that. Second question comes from Ariel from Orlando, Florida. Said, hey guys, first time question sender. I'm a new WNBA fan and I've been watching and watching the Aces have been fun. I've been seeing on TV that they're talking about this being the best team ever. What are your thoughts? Sure. Do I go or um the Minnesota Lynx exist? Um, yeah, the Minnesota Lynx exist. Um, those teams are Maya Moore and them. Exist. Sylvia Fowles, Fowles. Like Simone Augustus, Lindsey Whalen. There were obviously the the Sparks teams from back in the day. Well, uh, with Tina Thompson. No, yeah, Tina Thompson and uh Lisa Leslie. Yeah, there was also the um the Comet team with Lisa uh with. Was Shell Swoops, Tina Thompson, and Cynthia Cooper. Another team that, like, you know, the, the people don't really talk about. Well, also, you gotta remember Diana Taurasi's uh, Phoenix Mercury teams with, uh, with Brittany Griner. Like, that's a thing. And also, a team that people don't. I don't think that that team re- registers in the same breath as some of those other teams because that team only managed to win one championship. Diana only oh, has yeah. one. So even though like Diana, but, but they were like, great for like a long. Yeah, they've been great for a long time. But, but they had to. But you gotta think around that time they had to deal with the Minnesota Lynx. They did. They did a hundred percent. They yes. had to deal with that. So, but another team that nobody talks about is uh, the Seattle Storm. I like you know saying with Lauren Jackson and Sue Bird. Yeah, that yeah, that team is that that, that team that team was really good. But yeah, so I, the thing the thing is the aces of at back to back, they are up there. They are the first team to back to back since those Sparks teams mm-hmm. with Lisa Leslie. Yeah. They are in that conversation. It's a little premature. It's a little premature. I think you give it an honestly, man, they're primed to three peat. Yeah. They do that shit. I think you just call it a rap on that. Like this is the best team that's been. Uh, not because the comets four peated. The comets did four peat. Yeah, you fucking right. Yeah, that god, that team was stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So yeah, to, see, it, so so to me, since you're new, sweetheart, like the comets, I like, I like, I'm old. I'm, I like, I'm old. I like in huh. I said, ooh, not the sweetheart. Yeah, like, yeah, just so, 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 so I'm old. So, you know, so I've been watching the WNBA since its inception. The the the, uh, the Houston Comets was, that that's what got me watching it. I like watching that team play was something special and watching them dominate. Because you would think, you would, you would never would have thought you would seen, you didn't think like, you know, saying a, a woman's team would be able to dominate like that on a professional level they did it was fun to watch i like that to me is by far the best team i've ever seen i like you know what i'm saying I like along with the links the links are like you know what I'm saying up there for the longevity that they had like they had a stranglehold on the league I like mm-hmm. it was like a six or seven year period where like you know if you saw the links in like you know the, the finals or anything like you know it was a wrap you know what yeah. I'm saying? And you got to think, Maya Moore retired prematurely. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that could have kept being that a could, thing. That could have kept being a thing. I like those, those Lynx teams were disgusting. Yeah, they were. Di- you got to think, that team was so damn good that, like, you know what I'm saying? It took 
a last second shot from Candace Parker to dethrone them. Yes. That's what it took to dethrone them. Yeah. Her heroics of the highest caliber. You know what I'm saying? Like a last second shot. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. like, like, it, that, that female team was one of the teams, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were never out of a fucking game. Never. No, like, no lead was safe against them. Yeah, they were yep. fucked. Yeah, they, they were they were great. Oh, like they they had everything. You had the dynamic score and uh, like you know, you had the dynamic score who was basically Michael Jordan. I uh, like you know Maya Moore who doesn't get enough uh, like recognition in the goat conversation because she was fucking incredible. Uh, like and you had you had the uh, Scottie Pippen like player like in Simone Gustav. She was she was amazing. You had the floor general Lindsey Whalen. You know what I'm saying? As far as point guards go, like we need to talk about her more. That you had the rebounding god and Sylvia Fowles. That it was ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, was it, it, it took a special, special effort to beat them. So for to me, I like, you know what I'm saying? I like they're they're amongst like, you know, saying the great team just because the WNBA hasn't been around that long. Yeah, I mean they're they're already in a conversation for one of the best teams ever. Ever. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is for me. I feel like I put them right up under the Seattle Storm with Lauren Jackson and uh and Sue Bird. Like if they were if they were to somehow three peat, then they would they would. They're, they're they're lurking in the Storm Sparks. Well, I mean they're technically already they, they already Sparks, 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 territory. Sparks territory, but they're lurking in Storm. Uh, Links and uh yeah yeah they they work they're lurking in storm and links territory I like you know then there's a gray area then there's comet territory yeah 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 and yeah like I said and then comet is the next thing yeah that like you know say it it can it can, it can certainly happen but they have a lot of work to do mm-hmm. uh, they have a lot of work to do so that's a great question um third question comes from Jackson from Oregon said gentlemen I hope you guys are well. What's your opinion on the NFL trade deadline and who you think got better after it? Um, the 49ers obviously got better picking up Chase Young. My guy. Um, let's see. At this point, they're gangbanging. Yeah, that's a silly fucking... Steve Wilt. Steve Wilt's got to stop calling so many twists and stunts, though. Just let them motherfuckers go after the quarterbacks. That's all they got to do. And, they're, and yeah, for 49ers fans who are doom and gloom, um, Trent Williams is out. Debo Samuel is out. And Wilkes is kind of nerfing your defense, and you don't have corners, so calm down. Um, y'all are fine, dorks. Um, so fucking uh, dork ass, fucking forty nine. I mean, I like. Uh, I, I remember all I do. I give them a heck of a chance now with uh, I like of what competing with the Eagles. They, they, yeah, dude, they're they're fine. They just gotta they just gotta get Trent Williams back, and they gotta get fucking Debo Samuel back. And Cause, I, Cause I feel like you know, like this is gonna. Because Chase, Chase Young's playing for a contract. I don't think... I, there's no way he's going to get it here, but he's going to be trying to get a contract somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he ain't really been the same since he tore his knee up yeah. his rookie season, but we'll see. Um, let's see. Um... I'm trying to think of who the fuck else got better. I'm trying to think of something. Oh, the, the Jaguars, they got that. The Jaguars got Ezra Cleveland for the Minnesota Vikings. That was a good get for them. And it was it was very budget-friendly. They lowballed the Vikings, and they got what they wanted because the Vikings went, well, let's go ahead and get our compensatory pick out of the way because we're not going to sign this guy long-term. Um, they decided it'd be – even though Ezra Cleveland's very good. Um, they signed Reisner. Reisner cracked the starting lineup against the fucking Packers and just was 
just dominated. So they were like, oh, Dalton Reisner is still really good. Uh, Dalton Reisner basically got to play for a contract, showed that he's still a dominant fucking guard and will go fucking probably go kick ass like somewhere else next year. Um, so that was good. That really helps the Jaguars. That's sneaky good for them because that's the, an area of concern. I like the People's Jones of uh, the Detroit. Uh, yeah, I like that too. Uh, that's very quietly very good. I really like that Donald People's Jones get for them. Um, you know, I really do. Which, speaking of which, I'm probably gonna go pick him up in fantasy because that offense they have is loaded and my fucking receiving core ain't worth a shit. <laughs> so you know. He said, I also, I like, you know, saying the Bills got Rasul Douglas. I hate it just because I have to deal with the guy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I like, they didn't get a running back, which is like, they got, the, the Bills got de- uh, like a secondary for days. They still need a freaking running back. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would just more so, oh, yeah, Montez Sweat went to the, uh, to the Bears? Yes. Yeah, Montez. So it seemed like Washington's tearing that whole thing up. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are going to get fired. <laughs> fired on on Black Tuesday. Yes, or Black Monday. Uh, it's Black. I can't remember. Oh yeah, I think yeah, a lot of people are going to get fired. I like and I hate it because I really wanted Eric Bieniemy to succeed. Mm-hmm. Really want him to succeed. So that's that's not going to be a thing. So yeah. Uh, last question comes from Jim from St. Louis. Say hey guys, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on your college squads. I know both you guys I know both you guys have enjoyed success, but USC is struggling and Clemson is kind of an afterthought. What are your guys' thoughts on your current programs and do you think and do you see light at the end of the tunnel as 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 in can they be prosperous again? Thanks for your time guys. Love the show. Um Clemson is in a weird spot. Dabo needs to use that portal. Dabo needs to stop being hard-headed and use the portal. Dabo got into it with a fucking caller that called in on a radio show. Oh, yeah, and he I flipped, heard about that. Yeah, he flipped the fuck out of the guy. Because the guy went on for a couple minutes. He made some valid points, but then he was like, why are we paying you $11 million a year? And then Dabo went, dude, I'm not going to just sit here and listen to you flip out at me. He goes, like, buddy. He's like, I'm not going to listen to some smart-ass kid like he's like listen like i was the lowest paid coach in college football for a long time mm-hmm. he's like fuck you like you know and he like again he's like i i won i won two national championships thing is i don't have any problem with how much dabo's paid dabo is being paid for services rendered yeah. he won two national championships at school that traditionally is not a football power yeah won a National Championship in 81 because Danny Danny Ford made them into a football power. Mm -hmm. And again, Dabo's problem is that it's too much of a boys club. Like he has too many coaches like Tyler Gresham and too many, too many of his fucking homies that like he either coached or like whatever, like Todd Boyd. Like there's too many CJ Spiller. There's too many of these guys on our staff. That's Clemson's big problem right now. Mm. Um, Clemson's also not recruiting 
the guys that they need to. Like there, there's not any big Mike Williams. Is there not? So that NIL hurt Dabo. And I remember, I remember one of my one of my homies. He's a Clemson fan, and he's told me straight up. He was like, "Dude, the way they playing players now, he's legit." He said, "Dabo better get with it, or he gonna get left behind." Mm-hmm. And here it is. Um, so the other problem is the team is undisciplined. They are tremendously, wildly undisciplined. Um, Cade Klubnik shows flashes of brilliance, but then he also shows flashes of being an absolute dipshit. Um, just moron. Um, but again, it's his first full season playing. This is kind of... People forget that this is kind of what it's like when you don't have a dude that's just a freak of nature, that's like a generational talent guy. This is what it's like to have a quarterback. They'll, most of the times, they're idiots. You play them. You hope that they stop being idiots. And they become competent. They become good. They I become like, great even. Was, Joe Burrow was a piece of shit. At Ohio State. People forget about that. Joe Burrow was bad. And then Joe Burrow went to LSU, and he wasn't very good. That for, He was okay. Hey. Then Joe Burrow became a god. Yeah. And then has carried that to... That's a lot of times... There's not a lot of, like, you're a Lamar Jackson and you're just a freak. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. You're Trevor Lawrence and you're just, like, a god baby freak of nature. That doesn't happen. Or Jameis Winston and you... Yeah, yeah, you come in and you win a national championship your freshman year. That's not... That's the exception. Not the rule. Yeah. It just 100% is. And it's one of those type of things where, you know, uh, I'd be telling Clemson fans all the time. I'm like, look, you had two ge- you had two generational talents at quarterback. You had Trevor Lawrence and somebody that you don't that, that you don't want to mention. But like, you know, saying that's that's seven years or like that's six years of mm-hmm. excellent quarterback play. Like the mere fact you got both of those back to back. It's unbelievable. Yeah. With unbe- one, one year of Kelly Bryant in between them. That was the but Trevor Lawrence was still there. Just dabble that's politics well well no no like there was a year oh yeah he was before yeah. trevor lawrence yeah. even got to school and, and even kelly bryant like kelly bryant wasn't a bad quarterback he wasn't great but he wasn't bad yeah like nobody had a harder job than he did because of who he was following and who was coming after him yeah so like yeah you had like a six-year period like like you know out of out of eight years you had you know, like you had a six-year period where you had dominant quarterback play mm-hmm. that's crazy I like you know a lot of a lot of programs wish they had that. Hell, I like you know saying before we had Caleb Williams, the last dominant quarterback we had was Matt fucking Leiter, mm-hmm. and that was like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, man. Like, come on. Now, as far as my team goes, I like look. I said this team is soft. I like, and the defense sucks. And until that get fixed, it's going to be the same old shit. It's going to be the same old shit. Caleb Williams has to play hero ball every fucking week. Just for these guys to even have a chance, and if he and if he has a subpar game, then we lose. Mm-hmm. We lose. You know what I'm saying? And it's unfair to him. You know what I'm saying? Like the way he's been carrying this, uh, way he's been carrying this program. Like you know, he deserves to have a competent defense that can hold on to a freaking lead and not give up points. Mm-hmm. I like you know what I'm saying. That and that's more on Lincoln Riley. And the more we have that defensive coordinator, the less I'm a fan I'm becoming because I like he's staying loyal. And you know what I'm saying? That's that's not good. I like eventually the fan base is gonna turn on you because, dude. Like, here's a funny. Here's a crazy stat. I like from. The, um, from the amount of games that, like you know, that he is coach, I like you know his his record is very similar to Todd Helton's. Really? 
Clay Helton, my bad. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Clay and Clay Helton has a has a bowl victory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so their their records are very similar. That's wild, man. Identical. I like you know what I'm saying and Lincoln Riley has had way better talent. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, way better talent. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't know, man. Yeah, like I said, the problem is you got to get your defense right because again, it's always the same shit. But the thing him. is, like you know, we can we can get after the quarterback. But my thing is that like that pass rush isn't good. Doesn't mean nothing. I like you know what I'm saying. If you well, and the thing, yeah, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, y'all had one good corner and he got drafted last year. Yeah, you know what I mean. He wasn't even like a high end, like, but. He got drafted. He plays for the Vikings currently. But, yeah, man, fucking, um, yeah, like I said, Clemson's in a weird, Clemson's in limbo right now, and you guys are, Lincoln Riley's probably thinking about jumping to the NFL, you know, so. I mean, I like, trust me, I like, if he he can't cut it in in college, you sure as hell ain't going to cut it in the NFL because people actually play defense in the NFL. (laughs) Yeah, but at the other, on the other end of things, he might be like, oh, my God, I actually have a defense. So that's the you well. Know. The thing is, like that's like in college, it's easy to do that because you can pick who the hell you want. In the NFL, you just got who you got because there's a salary cap. That is true. But I'm just saying, like maybe he gets access to better defensive coordinators. You know what I'm saying? So he can have access to better ones now. Yeah, but yeah, it's just harder to get right with that. But yeah, and the recruiting. I I don't know. My thing is like you know, any anything is better than you know what I'm saying than what the hell we have now with the offense that we have. I like you know what I'm saying if. If you, if you give up like maybe 17 to 20 points, we'd probably be like a top four team. Yeah. I like in the nation. But no, we're giving up 30 and 40 and shit like that. And that's why we'll never win the Pac-12. And that's why we will never get into the playoff because they don't be wanting us to get in the playoff anyway. We always have to run the fucking table and be dominant every week. And it's quite yeah. impossible. So yeah. that's just the way that is. So although with that being said, that's the end of our show. Uh, you got AEW this week. Oh, yep. you was about to say something? I was about to say, man, I'm surprised we went this whole show without talking about Kirk Cousins tearing his Achilles. I'm honestly surprised it didn't come up, genuinely. Uh, um, I feel like I'd be a little remiss if I didn't say something. Yeah. Um, Before we wrap out the show, I would like to take a second to talk about Kirk Cousins, uh, as I have many a time. On this podcast over the last however many years, I have ranted and raved quite a bit about this man at any given time. I have cursed his name multiple times. I have wished horrific injury on him quite a few times. Now that it's here, though, and it finally happened, I don't feel great about it. (laughs) Because it's like, man, I wanted him to break his collarbone. I wanted him to tear his ACL. Which wouldn't have affected his mobility at all because he has none. I wanted him to something. Mm-hmm. I did not want him to pop his Achilles because that is like not an injury that people recover from. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Not when they're older. When they're younger, yes. Brian O'Neill tore his Achilles and he's right back to just being a stud, our right tackle. Mm-hmm. We are starting to see more and more Achilles injuries in sports, and that is. An interesting development, and it's not a good one. I will it's, say. it's an interesting development, but also with like the uh, with the medicine and like the advancement of technology. I, I hope that it gets to the point where it's about as easy as replacing an ACL. I mean, I like Cam Akers played after tearing his like in four months. Yeah, exactly. So 
I'm hoping that that's the case. Um, my thing is, though, I, again, this is the best Kirk Cousins has ever played in his career. He was making plays and throws that I had never seen this dude make this season. He was improvising better. He was playing the best inspired football. Mm-hmm. He had the league lead in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like he was tied for the league lead in touchdowns. It's a tough break, man. I feel bad for the guy. Um, Especially after that impressive win on Monday Night Football. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I, I re- where he played out of his fucking mind against the 49ers, which, you know, because, again, we, we were supposed to talk about that, but, you know, I was fucking sick um, at work. Um, I didn't even get to watch the fucking game either because I got fucking pulled the fucking, I think I got pulled to AMED or some stupid shit. I got, I, yeah, I had something. Uh, there was some reason I got, I couldn't watch the game. It was very dumb. Anyways, um, so, um, like I said, I just wanted to take a minute and be like, that's a damn shame. He's 36 years old, coming off an Achilles. The th- that might be the last play he ever played with the Vikings. It was interesting. Um, I don't think he's a bad quarterback as much as I intimated that many times on this program. I don't think he was an elite quarterback. This year, he was playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. And could have been a fringe dark horse MVP candidate, possibly. Yeah. Um, if he had continued on the path he was continuing on. Um, it's a tough injury. You hate to see it. Um, the, uh, Like I said again, I, as much as I slandered the man, I, I didn't want to see that happen to him. Yeah. I wish him all the best in his recovery. Um, I will say, if we turn around and pay this motherfucker again, though... I'm so aggravated at this franchise. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I will be so aggravated at this. That's franchise. all I did. I like. The- I think that we're going to go. I, we're go, we're going to go after a quarterback this year. I think, and I think also we're trying to see what we have with Jaron Hall. I really do think yeah. that they're trying to see what they have with him, and they're hoping they have something with him. Yeah. I don't think he's anything. I don't think Jaron Hall's anything. I hope I'm right. I hope he's terrible. <laughs> and so we can actually move on to a guy that I like a little bit more as a prospect, whoever whoever that is, you know, just somebody I'd be more interested in seeing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anyways, I just wanted to take a minute and say that. But, yeah, AEW this week, um, Crown, hockey's going on. Crown Jewels this Saturday. Crown Jewels this Saturday. Um, the NBA is going on. The NBA just started up, which is hilarious. There was a day a couple of days ago where it was a golden – it was a sports solstice. They had a world – there was a World Series game, mm-hmm. hockey, mm-hmm. football, and um, – as, and basketball. There was four, all four major sports are going at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you don't get, like I said, it's only happened like a few times ever. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So you can guys can follow us on, uh, like on Twitter. I'm at HBK uh, underscore Illmatic, all caps. He's at the RKRR underscore KAYDE. And you guys can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard 808. I like you guys can also send us your questions and stuff at you can email us at scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com. Yeah, and I think that's about a dozen, man. It's that you guys. All right, you guys be good. You guys be safe and be blessed. We'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Later, guys.